I'm James Breyer from the Charlotte studios of the Carolina Weather Group, and let's talk ELSA. The National Weather Service forecast still anticipating a landfall somewhere in that greater Tampa, West Coast, Florida area later Wednesday. That's where hurricane warnings are in effect. And then the storm will start to swing to the north and to the east. Hop on the I-95 corridor, bring tropical storm impacts to southwestern Georgia, coastal Carolinas, both north and south Carolina, all along the I-95 corridor, where we could be seeing tropical storm conditions as we head into later Wednesday through Thursday. Here is a look at the storm on radar. We have lots of rain associated, especially with the eastern half of the storm, but it's the winds that are actually going to get into the Carolinas first. You can expect to see tropical storm force winds, 35, 40 mile per hour winds or so, as we get into lunchtime Wednesday, later on Wednesday as we make our way further north in North Carolina, but again in South Carolina, in places like Charleston, even Savannah, Georgia, by Wednesday, 2 o'clock, that's when you're going to start to notice the increase in winds. Now, the best places in the Carolinas that we're going to see those tropical storm force winds, it's going to be the further south you are. So, again, in that Savannah area, we'll get some of those gustier winds even in the Charleston area. Now, we can't rule them out completely in North Carolina, but our chances of seeing some of those tropical storm force winds weaken a little bit, decrease a little bit as we go on to later Wednesday into Thursday as the system is expected to be weakening as it's spending more and more time over the coast. As you make your way further inland, places like Greenville, South Carolina, or Charlotte, North Carolina, really talking maybe a 10% chance, 15% chance of seeing those tropical storm force winds. So again, lesser winds as you make your way further inland. On model runs, you can see how the storm really kind of, again, hugs that I-95 corridor, brings those tropical rain bands later Wednesday. Wednesday overnight into Thursday, again along the Carolina coast, I-95 corridor. The furthest inland we could expect to see some of those bands of rain would be that I-77 corridor. So Charlotte, we can't completely rule out uh, your possibility of seeing some of these tropical rains from Elsa. But again, your best chance of seeing them will be along that I-95 in that coastal area as the storm is going to be riding up that interstate quadrant. We have a moderate risk of seeing flash flooding as far north as Charleston and along the coast, then south to Savannah. That's about a 20% chance of seeing that flash flood risk associated with Elsa here over the next day or so. Can't rule it out as far inland as Augusta or Columbia, uh, even Raleigh-Durham, about a 10% chance all the way along uh, the Carolina coast further north as well through Wilmington, Hatteras up to the Virginia line. As you make your way further inland again towards that Charlotte area, about a 5% chance of seeing that flash flood risk and then it really starts to drop off uh, where those impacts of Elsa really won't be felt all that much in upstate South Carolina or the western foothills and mountains of North Carolina. All in all, uh, rainfall totals from Elsa, according to model runs, again, along that coast, maybe one or two inches, lesser amounts as you make your way further inland in the Charlotte area where I sit could be even be the difference between Mecklenburg County and Charlotte and Union County, uh, where you might be getting more of those tropical rains. So inland, maybe up to an inch, maybe up to two inches. But again, some of this could come down with some pretty significant rain rates if you find yourself in one of those tropical bands. So expect kind of quick bursts of rain if you happen to catch yourself uh, in one of those tropical bands as the system makes its way on through. Now for the Storm Prediction Center, the severe weather outlook for Wednesday, we have a marginal risk out primarily for the South Carolina coast. Marginal risk again is that tier one out of five. That's because we can't rule out the chance 
chance of seeing a brief tropical tornado spin-up. They're kind of hard to see on radar. They tend to be really quick, but we can't rule it out. The same goes for southeastern uh, Georgia, that coastal Georgia area, and uh, Florida as well, too. So we uh, will keep a close eye on those. We'll talk more about how to get informed about warnings and such in a minute. And again, storm surge uh, along Florida, we're talking maybe three, four, five inches, especially in that Tampa Bay area. But for our coastlines in Georgia and in South Carolina, one to two feet storm surge. Uh, so no uh, complete ruling out of the storm surge, but not um, significant storm surge either. Talking with Jared Smith, our panelist, and the uh, man behind the Charleston Weather Twitter account, he's anticipating be a lot of this uh, will be fairly minor because of the timing with the tides combined with the storm surge and the rain. Uh, Charleston might see maybe a foot of surge or so, but nothing that they're not equipped to handle. All in all, Elsa right now is the only game out there in the Atlantic Basin. That is good news here in July amidst of the 2021 hurricane season. We're not watching anything else out there right now. The only game in town for us is Elsa. Here's what you can expect from the Carolina Weather Group. So if we get uh, any time of real-time warnings, uh, such as tornado warnings, severe thunderstorm warnings, flash flood warnings, the place to be will be on the Carolina WeatherNet. You can find that streaming anytime on the Carolina Weather Group YouTube channel. It's free. No cable or satellite subscription is required. It is operated throughout the day with some of the best of content from the Carolina Weather Group, along with real-time conditions, sky cams, and, of course, those real-time warnings from the National Weather Service. Again, that's called the Carolina WeatherNet, and you can find it streaming for free free on the Carolina Weather Group YouTube channel. We will be along with live coverage as the condition warrants, and we will have a special dedicated to Elsa. Our regular Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern slot will be live talking about Elsa and the anticipation uh, that we will be continuing to see as that storm will really be rolling into the Carolinas at that point with some of those impacts expected late Wednesday through the overnight hours into Thursday. We're talking winds and rain and can't roll out a chance of seeing an isolated tornado. In the event that uh, we see any sort of widespread power outages that might hinder your ability to get information, then you can find updates on the Carolina Weather Group audio podcast feed. So we will start sending storm updates to that feed in situations where there may be limited access to internet or limited access to power, where being able to just listen to something on your phone uh, would be helpful. So again, that is the audio podcast feed from the Carolina Weather Group. You can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or whatever it is you may subscribe to podcast. I'll see you back at nine o'clock tonight for more on Tropical Storm Elsa. For now from Charlotte, I'm James Briart.